previously on the Isle of Misfits. I've always wanted to say that. I'm working with Josiah, and we're sitting at the kitchen table, and I uh, decide to read to him from the children's Bible. And so I read this little lesson that is about when Jesus healed the blind man. So I read about what Jesus does, and then I say, Josiah, Jesus healed the blind man. What did Jesus do? Did he H-E-A-L heal the blind man, or did he P-L-A-Y play with the blind man? And I rip the paper in half, tap on heal, tap on play, and that's like an auditory prompt. So he um, chooses the right one that says heal, and um, this uses stencil boards and, and different um, what's called letter boards, but I also had his iPad up that had um, the alphabet in alphabetical order in these big buttons. So we were kind of doing both at that point. So I said, okay, let's spell heal. And he takes his little pointer finger and, you know, this is really slow. And he goes and he presses G. So that's where we left off with Tani Cohen and the setup to her incredible story about her son, Josiah, who was diagnosed with severe and incurable autism. So now, here's the rest of the story. And I'm like, oh, shoot, he's missing it. Mm-hmm. And then he presses, oh. I'm like, go? He ends up spelling his first independently motivated sentence, God is a good gift giver. God is a good gift giver. Oh, my word. So you're looking for the like, word heal, and this is what yes, you get. That I gave to him. You know, like this is a, I'm thinking all this time, it's like, I'm, you know, he's, he's just parroting, you know? Right, right. Yes. Okay. And now, okay, spell this and whatever. Well, this is his first independently motivated thought. God is a good gift giver. And it's all together with no spaces, you know, just runs all together. And I'm like, um, did I just lose my mind right now? Did this (laughs) actually happen? I'm like, am I on candid camera? That, I mean, that's, it's, it, that's, it's stunning, really. I mean, it was first of all, absolutely like, yeah. like shocking. It was shocking to me. And I'm like, and, and then I don't go around saying those words. You know what I mean? Like, that's not right. something that he had heard anywhere. Right. And so I'm like, just, yes, yes, that's true. God is a good gift giver. But like, how do you, how do you know that? He goes on to type, God is very capable. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, and come I'm on. like, okay, so literally, this is this moment. And honestly, I thought he was being like completely healed at this moment. Okay, when my daughter but, was seven, she couldn't spell capable. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah, That's, I mean, yeah. this is completely like, if it wasn't happening to me, I would not be able to comprehend this. So, so I'm like, uh, okay, what the heck is going on right now? I honestly, this was a moment in time that something happened something happened and it shifted the whole trajectory of our lives that moment and and so I go on throughout the weekend and I'm like asking him every question I possibly can his dad was his dad was out of town at that time I'm like calling him up I'm calling my mom I'm like you won't believe what just happened Mm. and we're learning things like all sorts of things but um you know what's your favorite color what do you like to do what's your favorite cartoon character I mean these are things like we didn't know think of it like we haven't had a conversation with our son that's you know it's yeah it's like it's it's unlocking really your relationship with him absolutely and it was just like wow and so anyway um as as time goes on we just like this just continues this continues and 
Um, but then he starts, he starts showing that he like knows things that he's never been taught. And okay. he starts, he starts talking about or, you know, writing about things. It's like, how do you know that? There's no way, like, anybody has told you that. I remember one was about a lizard, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell us right. about that. <laughs> that was and great. And so, I mean, I, I, had gone, I had gone to um, on vacation to Arizona, and I come back, and um, I had brought him a lizard from the airport. And I'm like, hey, I got this for you. You know, what do you want to name your lizard? And he goes on to talk about how, like, you know, most people think that lizards have, like, scales, but it's actually aspiration pores, and lizards okay, have what? ageless tails. And I'm just like... All right, then. He, so he's, he's talking in kind of this, um, you know, it's, it's kind of mysterious language, but it's like, it's like I call up to my husband, like, like, do you know anything about lizards? <laughs> And we're like looking at like ageless tails, like whatever. And it's like we're finding out, like, oh my gosh, like lizards like regenerate their tails. Aspiration and pores like, too. Come on, what's like that? Aspiration like, yeah. pores. It's like, like what is that? It's like yeah, proactive that acne's. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, they have like these little nodules on them or whatever. And so anyway, it was like it was true. It and where true. did he and get this? Is he that's secretly? The thing. I mean, he's, at, you know, he's at he's at therapy school. Like, yeah. you know, touch the red block. And right. so um, there's no way. And he doesn't, you know, he wasn't watching TV or anything, uh, you know, at, the, at that time. So, um, and then as time went on, I started noticing that he was sharing things like of, of a spiritual nature somehow. And, but it was like stuff that, again, I mean, you know, if he's learning anything spiritual, it's like from the children's Bible. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm not, we're not sitting around talking in deep theological conversations or anything right. like that. Although some of my deepest and profound revelations have come from children's Bibles, but that's another story. But yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but the things that he's sharing, he's not had access to. Right, right. And so, and I'm like, what is, what is he seeing? How is he experiencing this? So one day I ask him, you know, first of all, I, I'm asking him all sorts of questions. And one of the things I ask him is, like, first of all, how is this happening? How is this happening to you? How is this happening to us? One of the things he wrote was, Jesus taught me the order of sounds. Okay. What? And I was like, Jesus gave you hooked on phonics? <laughs> So it was like he was wow. able to, oh he was a, a, somehow able to spell in a, I, I mean, almost perfect spelling. Jesus gave me the order. Now, it all ran together at that point. Like I, but it was all able to be saved on an iPad. So I'm like going back and I'm like, you know, you know, typing up the words that I want to save because everything that he ever wrote, to this day, everything he's, he's written is saved. I have 2,000 pages of anything he's ever written, including I Want Pizza, to the most profound insights. So one day, I'm like, I, he's, he's giving these little clues, like, what in the world are you seeing? And I, and I wanted to test him, and so one day I just said to him, Josiah, will you finish this line? My favorite place in heaven is... And he goes on to type out, you know, one letter at a time. My favorite place in heaven is over peaceful waters. Peace is real. Tired souls naturally test peace. Roses are so stunning. Worship the king. Sing loud to the prize pardon who requires praise. Angels taste of his holiness 
ordained great attitude of praise. Help us worship the Lord together. Please him. All you hail the king of majesty forever. Make a noise to the king on the throne. I can't even wrap my mind around that. That is, I and mean, at I that point, he's like, like, he's like not even eight years old. And I'm like, um, yeah. I don't know how anybody can come up with that without having experienced something, without having experienced that. And so I'm just like, you know, of course I'm spinning because honestly, you know, all this stuff is happening. I'm like, who can I tell? Like I'm telling my mom, I'm telling, you know, I, I'm telling a few confidants, you know, and people close, but I'm going, what is happening right now? This is out there. This is not on my grid. This is not on my spiritual grid. I don't even know what to say. And so uh, this is the sort of thing that, that begins to unfold, and we talk about it a lot in, in our story, but it, uh, we, have, we have angels. Um, we have experiences that he has in heaven um, where he is, like God is showing him things, and uh, there's school in heaven, and the way that they approach problems and issues I'm just like, I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. And one particular night, Josiah wakes me up in the middle of the night, and um, this, is, this is just typical because we don't sleep all very much around here. Mm-hmm. So he wakes me up in the middle of the night, and it's like, okay, what's up, Josiah? And I go with him to the couch and... So I'm sitting beside him, and I, I have to hold up the iPad for him, and he's getting situated. And, and so he, he types to me, God wants to show you about the triune God now, Mom. And okay. I'm like, say I'm thinking about the Trinity or anything right. that's okay. And so he goes on to write this. In the Trinity, the Father is the manager. The Son is the lover of operations. Holy Spirit is worker. So it's the three-in-one getting things done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the world was created by only three functions that went like this. Father thought it. Son loved it. Holy Spirit carried out the plan. That is how the Trinity works, Mom. Father, Son, Holy Spirit lack nothing. They all talk together about how things should go. Life is simple if you know He is Papa, He is Healer, He is Helper. So man must voice, Father, what do you think? Jesus, what do you love? Spirit, what should we do about it? This is your mission. Do what the Father thinks and what Jesus loves and what Spirit tells. Okay, so um, I'm pretty sure right now there are a bunch of people who are trying to pick up pieces of their mind, which has been blown all over the map. I mean, how do you even begin to comprehend, first of all, that anybody could come up with this stuff, but let alone, the, you know, the, just the unique way that your son Josiah is wired. I mean, the word miracle comes to mind, and yet, you know, we talk about miracles. Miracles are things we don't understand, right? There are things that go beyond our, our knowledge of science and the way the universe works, and, and yet, at the same time, why would we limit what God is able to do? Well, Why would that's we, yeah. the thing, like, I mean, I look at this, and this is the sort of, like, if I can say it that way, he, like, drops truth bombs all the time. Right. So yeah. it's the sort of thing that it's like, okay, for thousands of years, the greatest philosophical minds have debated the Trinity, 
and <laughs> come up with all of these ideas. And it's like, well, that makes a lot of sense. Right, right. You know? It's like, okay, yeah, that, that just makes a lot of sense. So this is what, like, he's, he's like, God made me a poet. He loves poetry. Mm-hmm. That is his like his first language is poetry, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, so for sure. So even with Josiah, um, when he is like out of sorts and, and he's having a difficulty, like even telling me like, okay, what's, what are you thinking? What's going on? You know? And I'm trying to get him to like, you know, express himself. Sometimes I have to be like, um, why don't you just, can you write it in a poem? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. he actually organizes his thoughts, his thoughts by poetry. poetry. So okay. that is like yeah. his first language. And so he writes all sorts of poetry, and I am no poet. I, I, I write, but I've never, I mean, aside from high school, you know, and the poetry right. you have to write. I don't write poetry. It would take me days to write something. But what's amazing about him is that even though his body has a hard time getting the actual, you know, stuff out, the stuff that comes out, it just flows. It just, it's like he doesn't have to think about it. It just comes. And then what's, what's interesting about it is that um, there's a linguist that I talked with, and she's, like, studied thousands of languages. And she's like, this is such a unique cadence, and the, the way that he expresses himself is different than anything I've come across like culturally or anything, and she says, yet it rings true. Mm, So I would say that that's a really great way of uh, explaining the way that he writes. It's um, it's like it's free of cliché. It has many, many layers of meaning to it, and it rings true. Right. Yeah, for him, because it's who. Because and it's for, who he is. for others that take time to really study it. And then things continue to happen where Josiah would have words for people that I would call prophetic words that I didn't know these things. He didn't know, you know, the, these were not things. And yet it was like, bam on for the people. God wanted to tell somebody something. And this would happen several times and I'd be like fear and trembling. Like, you know, even if it was good, it was like, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to share this because like, what if it's wrong? I had to put down so much of my own fear and so much of my own reputation in like this relationship with my son and I, where it's like, man, I'm his voice. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he even asked me one time, I was like, I, I find it nutty that, that I tell you all these things and you have all these quotes and everything, and you don't share it on Facebook. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you even know what Facebook is? <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, oh, who is going to believe this, you know? And, um, but I started the Facebook page called Josiah's Fire. Yes, and I, thought, and well, I highly my recommend mom. it. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, um, we, we updated about every day, and I thought, well, maybe my mom and a few friends will be on it, you know, and well, as time's mm-hmm. gone you on, have you know, we more. have almost yeah. 20,000 people around the world now, and, and really, you know, the, the, the book and just what God has continued to do um, with this story um, was just kind of birthed out of the obedience to take the step and to say yes, like, what are you, what am I stewarding here? Right, like right. what so, are you trying to do, and what what am I supposed to do? And and it's like it's 
it's it's in the trenches it's with my family but it has more implications to it than that and i knew it did and i knew it would and um continues to and what's interesting is as we wrote the book and got it out there this is i think one of the more interesting things is that we've probably had about a dozen people from around the world contact us and say your story is our story we also have a child who has autism who was able to start communicating and is very spiritual and has these same experiences and i'm going what is going on here what, wow. is, what is happening here? And so we were actually invited to this camp in the summertime. This woman, um, she has an 18-year-old, and she's like, it, it, your story is almost identical to what happened to us. And we have this camp, and would you come? And um, we put it on for these uh, age 6 to 36 for special needs. And um, will you come and speak? Bring Joe, bring Josiah. And we have chapel twice a, uh, a day. And so these kids, I mean, they had very special needs, but there were about five of them that basically learned how to communicate like Josiah and are, are just like him. They're, most of them are older than he is now, but they all came together and literally as they're having chapel, uh, these folks that put this on, they have the kids come and participate in it. So mm-hmm. it's like those that are nonverbal, they have them stand up there and be like, what's God telling you? And they're like pointing one by one on the letter board and just like, you're just going, oh my gosh, that is so profound. And you've got to understand these kids and these young adults, they don't look like they're paying attention even. Mm, oh, there's, you know? boy, there's a sermon right there. You know, man and, looks at the outward appearance. And we think because of what we see that right. there's not stuff going on. And so right. one of the things that I would say is not only is God a good gift giver, but he's a good gap filler. He will fill gaps in places where none of us can go. And so even if you have a situation where you have a child with special needs that you think that they have a very low IQ or they are not even, um, they don't know what's going on or they're just all this stuff, boy, you know what I would say? Speak to their spirit, speak to mm-hmm. their heart, believe that, that God is doing stuff inside of them and that you know, it's, it's more about how can we make sure that they are happy and living out their destiny and being lifted up and not having to go through life feeling like they're second rate, feeling like they're not worthy, feeling like they're such a burden, and not being able to get out what they love. So, so many of these kids and young adults, it's like they can find painting or they can find music or they can find poetry or they can find science or whatever when they find their passion, when they are encouraged, when they are lifted up, when they are, life is spoken over them and it becomes less about their weaknesses, which my God, we pound the weaknesses Mm. into their heads. We get so Mm -hmm. many reports and charts and, and updates about everything they can't do. Right. And you know, what about what they can do? Yeah. (laughs) What about what they love? 
this is so powerful what you're what you're saying because isn't this really all of our stories now obviously it's uh it's highlighted when we hear a story like Josiah's but you know I'm, I'm thinking as you're saying this there's someone that I know that just recently got a very discouraging they felt you know discouraging report from the doctor about their own child who who was on the spectrum and the report was well and this was from a like a renowned autism expert well I've never seen anything like this so oh well that's great um but but I remember the first thing it's easy for me to say because I'm not walking it out with them but my first thought was those words God's going to use as part of his testimony because just like you've been sharing about Josiah you know, all right, maybe there's 12 other people in the world that have a similar story, but, you know, that's not very common. And isn't that part of God's glory that he's wired us uniquely for his purpose? And we're not like everyone else. Well, and I think that's why that's why our book is really reaching people. I, you know, I thought it was going to be for those that have kids with autism. That's like a very small fraction of the audience um, right. that has embraced the book. Honestly, it's a story about... God's identity on you, the worth that we have, how we need to see each other and other people and celebrate um, apart from what the world says is success and look at the heart and look at what is inside of us that was inside us before we were ever born and subject to all sorts of things. You know, life is hard. And things happen to us, things, you know, we get in situations where it's like there are so many barriers and so many obstacles. But to me, what this says and what I'm living every day, even as we have very hard days, he's still very autistic. He's still, we have lots of sensory issues. We have lots of behavioral things. We have lots of deals that we have to, you know, face. Um, but what I can say is that I, am, I see God every day. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. aware of the presence of God intersecting our natural, everyday, mundane lives. And to me, it's changed me. I'm yes. not the same person I, I was. And, you know, they say, like, you know, you do everything to teach your kids, you know, how they're supposed to, to live, when really it becomes your kids that are teaching you all about life. Oh, ain't that the truth? For sure. So, you know, and, and oh, by the way, I think I got plenty of my own issues that I'm dealing with, you know, um, and, you exactly. know, as, as does my husband and my daughter and, you know, but mostly me. But yeah, I mean, life is hard. And whether we're dealing with, you know, whether you call it autism or whether you call it ADHD or whether you just, whatever you want to call it, just, just, being who we are in this broken world, we all have stuff that we're dealing with. And, you know, okay, I, I have to, I just realized we haven't even mentioned the name of your book. And I, I want people to know how they can get this book. So uh, the name of your book is Josiah's Fire. And I love the subtitle, Autism Stole His Words, God Gave Him a Voice. So tell us how we can get a hold of this book. Well, the best way is you can go on Amazon or you can go to barnesandnoble.com. Um, I think it's in most Barnes & Noble stores. Um, or you can go right to josiasfire.com and click on various links. Okay, so josiasfire.com, J-O-S-I-A-H-S. No apostrophe, right? Right. 
Okay, so JosiahsFire.com um, and learn um, not just about the book, but there's a lot of other great information about you. And if someone wanted to contact you, would that be a good way to go through your to go you through know, the, your? The, the best way is the most active spot right now is Josiah's Fire on Facebook. Okay. And um, I also have a Tani Cullen author page, but uh, I keep most up to date Josiah's Fire, and that's where you can see his poems and quotes and continual writings and, you know, have an open heart and be ready to see God meet you where you are. And I just, one more time, I have to plug that Facebook page because I love it. It's, you know, it's, it's shareable stuff. It's just so profound and I, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Thank him. Please thank him for sharing his yeah. thoughts for it. Cause he's, yeah, he knows by now that you are. So <laughs> you're sharing yeah. his thoughts with the world. Um, but Tani, I can't thank you enough. I'm just so blessed is the only word to have had you on our podcast today to share your story. And I know that this is going to encourage many people beyond beyond even what I'm thinking. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's really been a delight talking with you. I hate to say you have to, but yeah, you know, you really do. You have to check out Josiah's Fire Facebook page. I mean, only if you want, but you really should. And I don't know what you thought about everything you heard today, but one thing is for sure. As smart as we are, and I know some of you out there are pretty darn smart, we simply don't know all there is to know about autism or anything for that matter. So I want to encourage you to check out Tani's book, Josiah's Fire. And at the very least, I hope you take to heart the heart of her message. God has a unique purpose for your unique life. I'm so thankful that you spent some time with us in today's podcast, and I'd love for you to share this. And of course, visit me at the isleofmisfits.com, I-S-L-E of misfits.com. We have more great interviews coming up, and don't forget the random drawing of random awesomeness for new subscribers. We'll announce the winner December 1st. So until then, own your awkward and love your fellow misfit. <laughs>